Welcome to the Bias Aside Podcast. I am Jeffrey Jacobo. I'm Josh Loera. And man, oh man, do we have a lot to get to. Yes, sir. Man, this is a... We went on a a little hiatus. Yes. It took a while, but we're back. We're back. We won't let this happen anymore, but (laughs) we're we're back, guys. I know there's a lot of stuff that happened that you guys just couldn't wait to hear our opinions on but uh yes exactly and you know uh one thing about the hiatus that's 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 you know something positive from it is that a lot of people have been reaching out wanting to know when we're coming back so it looks like it's working our work here jeffrey is working people are wanting to tune in so we're sorry about that but we'll we'll get on it yeah we're doing something right so we're actually number two on the sports podcast on my dad's uh favorite (laughs) sports podcast playlist wait why isn't why aren't we number one bill simmons some guy named bill simmons he still Uh-oh. has it oh so uh we're, we're 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 gonna work on that and um so let's get into it yeah so we're we're currently recording while the uh, nuggets and the clippers are playing their game seven um denver has an eight point lead and i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of surprised by this i thought this was like a six game series it, it's it's obviously a one game difference but you know, six games is like sometimes can be more dominant than what it looks like, you know? Yeah, definitely. And this is considering that Clippers were up 3-1 in this series. Yeah. So uh, it looks like Denver likes to be in this position, man. They like to, you know, to, to come back. They, um, in the first series, they were also down uh, 3-1. So they, they look comfortable, man. Uh, Jokic said it best. He said that we have no pressure. All the pressure is on them. And uh, so what do you think, like, what's going wrong for the Clippers? What what went wrong for the Nuggets early on? What are kind of some of your thoughts? I don't know. I just feel like the maybe the, the chemistry just never developed. That chemistry that people were worried about that we just assumed would develop in the playoffs just never happened, you know? And also you could probably say – uh the there was a layoff to you know there will be some effects to canceling the season and picking back up but i mean all the teams that i mean guess i guess besides the bucks that were supposed to be there are, are yeah and and i, I kind of wanted to make this point later on but i think we're really seeing every team in their truest form and i think the, the main reason for that is because there's no fans yeah. So essentially, this is just an open gym, and we're just seeing. So, for example, Jamal Murray's been going off for thirty a night. I, I to be honest, if there were fans, I'm not sure that would happen. <laughs> Sometimes you have the pressure of wanting to make an extra pass or not wanting to shoot this because you think you know you have everybody kind of you know um, you're scared of the disappointment uh, from the fans and stuff like that. Sometimes they can work in your favor. Sometimes they can work against you. So. Uh, in my opinion, you see people like Jamal Murray just kind of going off. You see the Donovan Mitchell coming back from a from a pretty bad series or bad playoffs last year, and then yeah, essentially this is just an open gym for these guys. So okay. um, so Nuggets they're looking like the third seed that they that they uh, that they are, and the Clippers man I, I don't know what it is. To me personally, every team in the playoffs currently are playing not to sound cliche, not to sound corny. But they're playing with a lot of heart. And the Clippers, for me, besides the two guys, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, it just looks like a lot of confusion. But I don't know if you kind of notice the same thing. 
Yeah, I mean, Montrez Harrell isn't the same six-man-of-the-year award winner that, you know, he was during the season. Uh, Paul George has had his ups and downs all playoffs. Um, Lou Williams, same thing. And I don't know, man. I mean, there's still one quarter left, you know, and I feel like with everything on the line now, with the possibility of going home, who knows how the Clippers come out in this last quarter, but... I don't know, man. If they lose this, will we hear, like, you know, will these replace the uh, Warriors Blue 3 1 lead jokes? Mm, <laughs> no, that's going li- right? to yeah, live yeah. on forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but the thing is, the thing is, with everybody wants to see Lakers Clippers, right? Everybody's been saying that from the beginning of the season. I think part of that is because I think, to me personally, the Clippers are the only team in the West that can beat the Lakers. True. And that's how I felt in the beginning of the season. And even throughout the season, right? I think they split. Uh, I think they went 2-1 against the Lakers, if I'm not mistaken. I think they won two games to to, to their one loss. I'm, I might be mistaken. But um, the, the one that I could think of was early on in the season and then the Patrick Beverly block on, on LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, where I was getting at was everybody wanted to see Lakers Clippers I'm not sure I want to see Lakers against these Clippers. I think you would have to imagine that the Clippers are going to come back and be the Clippers that we all saw in the beginning of the season. But currently, I just don't see any heart in this team. And and I I, I actually like Kawhi Leonard. I like Paul George. As a Lakers fan, that, that pains me to say because the Lakers community hates Paul George. Since he flirted with us a little bit and then just kind of kept us on red and just never texted us back. Kawhi kind of did the same thing to you, too. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Kawhi, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just like, I like Kawhi. Um, he's just, he he just outperforms everybody every night and it's just a super quiet night. Like, you don't, you, you would, you wouldn't know that he had 30 at the end of the game. Mm. But anyways, my point is, I'm actually kind of more intrigued at this point with the way it's looking um the nuggets against the lakers but i'm not sure i i'm i'm willing to to root for the nuggets yet i i still want that lakers uh lakers clippers my thing is yeah i i prefer clippers lakers just because i mean we know how we felt about the blazers against the lakers you see yeah. how that turned out right right and right. i think i can quote myself saying that the rockets were a more upgraded defensive version of the blazers <laughs> True. And we yeah. see how that turned out. Exactly, yeah. So now to think of the Nuggets, superstarless Nuggets, you know? Not right. not to say that Jamal Murray isn't playing like a superstar and Jokic doesn't play like a superstar, but they're not, you know, they don't have that superstar brand just yet. Of course, right. You know, so I just, I don't know. I just don't have the most confidence of, of the Nuggets going up against the Lakers because I think, you know... LeBron is just by far the best player in that series. He is, he is. And and we could um you know, just talking about the Clippers here, you mentioned Montrez Harrell. It's been a really bad series for him. Yeah. It's been super bad. Um I don't know what the numbers are, but uh, I was looking at them and they're like I want to say throughout the series they're like plus 120 with Zubats on the floor. <laughs> Yeah. Versus like a negative 60 with Montrez Harrell. Yeah. So that's, um, it, it's almost, um, you know, every time he's on the floor, man, they just go on this run and they just 
uh, the Nuggets go on this run and, and, and they come back and they, they, we see they won, um, uh, game five and game six. So, I mean, he's having a solid game, I guess, today. 14 points, three rebounds. Three rebounds isn't going to cut it. Right, um, right. Lou Williams, four points. That's not, I mean, you need, yeah, you need Lou Williams to be Lou Williams. Hey, one thing I want to say, just looking at this, at this game, as much as I want to root for Kawhi and Paul George, the rest of his teammates make it extremely <laughs> tough to root for this team. Patrick Beverly, I mean, every time he's in a press conference, and it's always after a win, I mean, he's been so quiet ever since 3-1, and he was talking about um, Jokic, uh, what was the word he used? Oh, he's a flailer. Yeah, yeah, that he flails a lot and stuff, and he tries to, he really puts a lot of pressure on the referees to make the right call. Uh, it's just sometimes I'm like, man, it's so easy to talk when you're up 3-1, but you haven't heard a single thing from him. Since then, and I think the other day he had two points, right? Two points, and he fouled out of the game. Yeah. So it's just he makes it extremely hard um, to root for the Clippers, and also Marcus Morris. Uh, the whole Luka Doncic thing in the last series, yeah, that was uh, a good just, look. Yeah, so that's um, it's really, it's really tough to root for this team, man. As 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 much as I I, I want to, yeah. Um, so we'll keep an eye on this game currently. There's 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Denver's up 82-74, so we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. You might get some live reactions from us while we record. Um, But let's move on to the uh, Celtics heat. Before we get to that, though, let's go back to the... Because we missed the last two series, yes. how they ended. Yeah. Um, Can we just talk about how impressively uh, the heat handled the Bucks? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we get into that, I just wanna, I want to I ask you. Who had a tougher matchup? The Celtics against the Raptors or the Heat against the Bucks, considering they were healthy? Um So Okay. So the the Bucks finally proved what I've thought about them for the longest time. I just feel like they're super one-dimensional. And yeah, it's really time. just they're a regular season, season team. team. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah and okay. so is their coach. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. um, no, I mean, I mean, it's really just like stop Giannis yeah. and let George Hill. The, just the problem is, is can you stop Giannis, you know? And that's the problem. But Miami did that. They did that, exactly. They, they did, did it, yeah, you exactly. know? And it really should have been a sweep, but they let uh, Milwaukee. Chris Middleton get it. Uh, yeah, Chris hot. Middleton, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know he turns into Michael Jordan sometimes. So, um, yeah. So, no, they, I mean, it, it's just impressive the way they were able to keep that keep that calm down and just go in and handle business. Yeah. You know, gentleman sweep at the end of the day. So the 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 first glimpse of maybe Giannis kind of starting to kind of get um into the hang of things was the game he got injured i think he finished with like 19 points in the first half before he got injured mm -hmm. so that was the first glimpse of it and then yeah he gets you know obviously he, he he's out for the rest of the series but the heat just you know going into that series i just didn't think that they actually um i, I didn't think it was as one-sided as a lot of people had it you know, with the Bucks beating them, I really thought that the Heat were going to give them a run for the money, and mm -hmm. they did. And they basically, um, like you mentioned, swept them. So, okay, guys, 89-74. <laughs> uh, Denver is up. This is not looking good for not the Clippers. Uh, not, wow. Not at all. I did not expect the Clippers to go out like this. Obviously, there's a lot of time left. 
But I mean, Jamal Murray, man, face up, take mm. that pat. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyways, yeah. Back to the back to the Bucks. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I think this this was a very critical season in terms of Giannis's future in Milwaukee, and apparently he had to sit down with uh with the front office. Right, right, right. And um, I guess they're gonna reconvene after he goes on vacation. I think but, it's like a three-hour-long meeting. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, obviously, we don't know what's going on with Giannis right now. But how do you feel? Do you think he gives it one more go? Do you think he's like, guys, we got to make something happen or a trade? I'm demanding a trade. You know? Yeah, they have to surround him. They have to surround him with better players. Uh, Chris Middleton, unfortunately, just he's not. He's not. Um, I think he's a great third option. Yeah, I, I've heard you say that before, and I totally agree with you. Uh, with you there, he's a, he's a great third option, but you just need somebody. When, when you look at the other teams, and here's the thing too, we we look at them, you know, in the moment, but next season we forget that Kyrie and KD are going to be on the same team. Yeah, yeah, on a team that's already pretty decent without them. Mm-hmm. So they have to put, you know, better um, uh, better options around them. Yeah, I, I feel like. You have Kyrie and KD coming with Brooklyn. Right. You have John Wall and Bradley Beal coming back with Washington. Yep. I feel like um, Atlanta might take a step up as well. True. I'm trying to think. They were really yes. bad, but they had yeah. they were missing Collins, and I feel like they got kind of got it together. But I think one more year together. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're going to cause a splash, but I just feel like the East is going to be more competitive. Yeah, yeah. they're starting to, to take shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally you know, I just that. feel like the teams are going to be more competitive in yes. the East, and that doesn't fare well for uh, for Milwaukee, because you have um, Miami coming back with one more year of being together. Boston coming back with one more year of being together. I'm not sure what uh, Toronto is going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to keep things the way that they are. I think they will. Yeah, I think they will. Um, Toronto looks good, because they, they, they do have to depth. pay uh, Fred Van Vliet. Too. That's true. That's so true. Yeah, and he has and it, a bag coming for him. So right, right, he does. He really uh, proved it these playoffs. But you know, uh, just going back, we were mentioning in the bubble. You know how a lot of the players could benefit from not having fans. I think the two players that have struggled the most in this in these playoffs are the ones that actually probably got the negative part. Of not having fans. And that's Giannis and Russ. And the reason why I say that is because these guys just live off of that. They live mm-hmm. off of the fans. They're very momentum type players. You think you would put Embiid in that same category? See, I would, but like he kind of did his job. Yeah, yeah. he ha- That's true. That's he did true. his job. So I feel like, you know... Giannis, like he he needs like he needs a crowd around him. You know, I guess I would say that him. only because um Philly was a really good home team. Yeah. But True. other than that, you know, so you put them in a neutral environment. They exactly. don't have that crowd. Then they exactly. kind of, you know. Well, yeah. So if you want to make that argument about Philly themselves as a team, yeah. I, I totally agree with you there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Bucks, uh, Bucks Heat, man. That's, that's That kind of wraps that up. And then now we have, um, well, let's talk about Boston Raptors. Yeah. Well, what a series, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what a series. I mean, I thought that series was over in Five, but I thought five too, man. Because if it wasn't for that shot <sighs> that OG and Anobi hit, that that's they're up three zero, three zero, right? So, At that point, if 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 he didn't make that, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're up three zero. They win the next game, and I thought they would have wrapped it up. <laughs> yeah, that. and I mean that that's a real. 
you know, they talk about momentum. You try and think about, like, is that a real thing? Is momentum real? Mm. But you could just feel the momentum shift. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, and that just gave Toronto that life that they needed. Because if yeah. he doesn't hit that shot, I'm sorry. Oh, I it's a wrap. Because I yeah. think game game five, didn't you guys blow him out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it would have been a wrap after that. Yeah. So, wow, that, that series was, you know, I always thought as good as the Raptors are, they have one of the best rotations in the league. They have a lot of depth. Um, yeah. I think their bench scored like 100 points <laughs> in the first series. Um, yeah. So, so they, they, they're a solid team, man. And, and I thought, you know, all things considered, I still thought Boston was just a superior team. Yeah. And I thought they were going to beat them. In, in five, like you mentioned, the fact that it went seven games, wow. The, the Raptors really, really showed up. And not to mention, the Celtics were playing without Gordon Hayward. So, True. I mean, I think if Hayward plays, that is that brings a different element to the game, yeah, too. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like they probably would have handled them a little better. Because, you know, um, with Marcus Smart starting, Fred Van Vliet made a point that he thinks that Marcus Smart starting is a reason why they... They ended up beating the Raptors because of the way they were able to match up. But I think Smart coming off the off the bench as a backup point guard mm-hmm. is good for us. Yes. Because, I mean, he's a great ball handler, passer, and everything. And he brings that defensive energy to um, play with the second unit. So if you keep Tatum on the floor, play three other bench guys with yep. Smart, you know, like I think that I like that better. Um and I also like the the options that Boston has. They can always have two guys on the court, whether it's Kemba and Tatum or Brown and, and Hayward. Or, you know, you just mix and match with those oh, guys. Oh, definitely. So, um, but needless to say, Boston took that series. But one thing that I took away from this series um, that's really been weighing on me that I need to address is um, this Spicy P nickname is probably the worst nickname in the NBA. I might be wrong, but didn't he like? Didn't he like title himself that? I'm not entirely sure, okay. but if he did, whoever did it, I mean, and the fact that it's horrible, stuck, spicy P, spicy P. That's the best you could come up with. <laughs> yeah, I'm fighting that. I'm fighting that. If somebody called me spicy P, I'm 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 definitely being. Like, I'm getting spicy with them if yeah. <laughs> if that's the case. Like yeah, hey, and listen, I'll tell you who didn't play spicy. Spicy P did not play. Spicy no, he was not series. spicy. Mild P for sure. <laughs> he was mild. No, yeah, he, he was, was bad. Mild, I get that. I mean, a lot of people are trying to say that it was on him, but I think Jalen Brown did a great job defensively Honey against hot? him. Honey hot, even maybe. Honey barbecue. Honey barbecue. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that. I give you that. Yeah, he yo he had a bad series, man. Um, it, it was weird. It was just not not seeing him in his element. Uh, he's he's in my opinion the first option on that team, and then Kyle Lowry really had to take that role in a lot of these games yeah. and um so, so yeah that was that was that was tough to watch uh, i think i think if he would have stepped it up you know who knows they probably would have taken that that series considering you know the way it ended so that's uh yeah yeah and a lot of, i see a lot of people online saying that um toronto lost this series because of uh spicy peas play <laughs> but um I mean, you can also you can if you want to play that game. Kemba had a terrible series. True, true. He was, yeah. you know. So yeah. I mean, that's just that's just you got to chalk it up to the game. You know, yes. it is what it is. So, um, yeah. So I guess on that note, carrying that over, 
Buck, uh, Miami handled business against the Bucks. Boston handled business against the Raptors. That leads us to game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. And man, was it a game. That's crazy. Man, was it a game. I'm still, I'm, yeah, I'm pushing through for this episode. I really wanted to go to sleep, yeah. cuddle up with my wife and have her, um, <laughs> tell me everything is going to be okay. But nah, she wouldn't. She's a Knicks fan. She's, yeah. she's putting it in your face. She has no grounds to stand <laughs> up to put it in my face. So, yep, yeah, we just lost yeah. Knicks yeah. followers. Yeah. So, listeners. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was, it was, hey, man, it was a good game. Uh, went into overtime. Um, it sucks, man. Boston was up ten points in the fourth, in the fourth, and they and and, and they lost it eventually. <sighs> yeah, um, some just some bad decisions, um, and just some great plays from Miami down the stretch. The and one from Jimmy Butler, and I mean probably the maybe the I saw Magic Johnson tweet. He said that's the best defensive play he's he's ever seen in the playoffs. Oh wow! I don't know if it's the best. I mean, you have like you have the LeBron. Uh, block on Iguodala. Well, dang! If you want to go like you have the Tayshawn Prince, Tayshawn Reggie Miller, yeah, nice, you know, yeah. like block, stuff like that. What about that Larry Bird and uh, Dennis? Uh, oh, the steal! Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Nice. No, there's there's a lot of big yeah. plays, but that was, I mean, insane. just considering, <laughs> just considering. I mean, Jason Tatum, he thought he had LeBron going up at the you know the rim like it was two two three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, Bam just blocked it. Got a whole palm on it. Which, Bam lives way, up to his name, man. By the way, that. we didn't mention the Kawhi block on Jamal Murray. Um, I know that wasn't in, in clutch, time, you know, time or anything. But uh, how about the fact that if this guy had a normal size hand, <laughs> right? Yeah, if he had a normal size hand, that would have been one of seriously. the best posters. Yeah, seriously, in the history, considering who. Was yeah, because he just had the tip of his <laughs> middle finger on it, right? <laughs> The stills, like the the, the picture stills yeah. on that. It's yeah, like that last bit of finger yes. just internet, made the play man. happen. Undefeated internet. Oh man. No. So yeah, so so yeah, so going back to this this game, um, how about we get into our thoughts prior to this game? How did you see this series playing out? <clears throat> I mean, me personally, I don't think this game well, I'll just be up front. I have Boston winning the series. Um, and that was before and and after knowing what I know now. So, um, what were kind of some of your thoughts going into this series? And um, you could be completely biased. <laughs> no, I, for me, I just I had Boston in six, um, and that's mostly based off of um, what I saw during the season before the uh, season got canceled. But I know Miami's kind of taking it up a level, and. I think Boston had to see what that level was in person. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I also was banking on Kemba kind of shaking off the rust from that Toronto series. Right. Um, but, man, he, he was bad. He made some big shots down the stretch, so I can appreciate that. So I'm hoping he carries that momentum onto the next game. Right. Um, right. Hopefully we get some Hayward news coming back for game two. Too. Right, that right, would right. That would be lovely. Um, but yeah, I had Boston in six. I just think, um, I think so. Hayward is Hayward is healthy now, right? I think it's really just a matter of his baby being born late September. Late September, yeah. So, okay. um, I guess that would mean him missing. If we were to make it to the finals, he would miss the finals. Right, right. right. Um, and I think he would only miss a few days, so maybe like a game or two. Right. Um. So. 
I had Boston in six. Um, I think Miami's deeper than Boston, but I think Boston's top players are better. Okay. Um, and I think that's fine because in the playoffs, depth isn't necessary, really. You're only going six, seven, eight deep sometimes. So, right, 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 right. Um, that's why I have Boston winning. Um, if they're, if they're going to lose a game, I'd rather it be a game like this where it's, you know, something like this happens where Jimmy Butler has to hit an insane and yeah. one. Um, Bam Adebayo makes one of the greatest plays I've ever seen, you know? <laughs> right, right. But also, they Miami fans could say, I have to speak for Miami fans, Marcus Smart's not going to shoot like that again. You know, he had True. he had an insane finished night from three. 26, 28, I don't know what he finished Yeah, so, you know, the, yeah. a lot of things went right for both teams, and that's basketball, you know? So, um, I still have Boston in six. I think uh, Brad's going to make the adjustments, and... Uh, yeah, so that's that's how I see it. So I had Boston in six as well. I'm actually going to jump off of that and say seven now, just considering um, this first game. Uh, throughout this uh, these playoffs, we've seen that the first team that wins isn't necessarily the team that has the exactly, uh, upper yeah. hand. We saw uh, that with the Magic. We saw that with the Blazers. We saw that with the Rockets. And I'm pretty sure there's there's some other people. I mean, Bo- it happened with Boston and uh, Boston as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we thought that series was over. Exactly. And next yeah. thing you know, you have a series. So, so I do see that. I do see every game going exactly like this one went down. Um, not necessarily overtime, but I do think that um, it's going to be going um, uh, down to the wire every game. Uh, one thing to mention too is, man, the Heat had a pretty good, you know, rest. They had solid rest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I'm not. I mean, I know. I know. I know the Celtics are young. I know that they're. Um, they're. 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 That team is is young all around. But man, they had a solid series and and very like you know very down to the wire. I mean, we're talking about the last minute of mm-hmm. Game Seven against the Raptors only two days ago. Yeah. Yes. No. 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 They played on Saturday. So they played yeah. on Saturday. They yeah. Played yeah. On Saturday. So they got a good amount of rest too. Yeah. So um, back. The, the rest that Miami got can. That's one of those things that can work for you or against you. Against you too, yeah. And it exactly. looked like to start the game, they were get, still getting their legs back, but then they kicked up the notch and uh, they looked good. I, I also want to speak on that last possession for the fourth quarter. Um, I took issue with Jason Tatum's decision. So uh, Kemba Walker dribbles out the clock to maybe about four seconds, maybe maybe a little more than that, maybe six seconds. By the time the ball gets to Jason Tatum, there's like a little... Almost four seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. So Jason Tatum decides to dribble out the the clock and take yeah. a step back three. Yeah. We're we're in the bonus at with you the want, game tied. You want it to be aggressive. At that point, go to the basket and see if you can make something happen. And that that's the moment where he does the drive where he where he got blocked by Bam at a Exactly. You know, if you drive and you just get blocked, then then we go to overtime. Exactly, yeah. You know, so uh, I feel like he yeah. he took the he took the drive at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. so, especially considering that once it was in overtime, that was for the actual game. Like if you don't like after that, it's over. Even though the last possession of overtime was ridiculous, I, I almost thought I thought personally that ball was going to go in. It just looked yeah. in line. The fact that he got that off with two seconds falls down on the floor, yeah. gets back up and shoots. Yeah, it yeah, and that was crazy. Yeah, but, my heart stopped for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> So um so so how about we go down the the list of the top players on the Heat 
and the top players on the Celtics. And I kind of want to see if we can maybe put him in order of who's best. Okay. I thought about this a lot. Really? Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. So I'm going to tell you right now, best player in the series is Jason Tatum. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's going to get anything he wants. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just, it's Celtics have too many players also that are, that are going to demand enough attention. Yeah. You can't, you can't zero in on him. Exactly. So he, I the feel way like you'd he's like to, get- even though they've been doing, they've been blitzing Kemba. Which is weird because Toronto was doing that too, but it seems there's not really as much of an emphasis on blitzing Tatum in that same way. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's like, we'll take the Tatum points. We don't want the Kemba points. Right, right. So right. I guess it's like pick and choose. So I, I, I kind of, I guess I get that. Um, so I think I have Tatum one. Okay. I have. Daniel Tice two. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Wow. So we agree. Okay. So we're <laughs> we're two for two. Nice. Okay. No. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Although we have to we have to show a lot of appreciation for Daniel Tice. Oh yeah, of course, he, of he's, course. He's, One he's of the really most underrated that. players yes. in the league yes. for sure. Even though the war on Tice continues, the fouls they call on him are ridiculous. Yes. yes. But um, and that's why I have him three. Okay. So let's uh, <laughs> let's move on. Daniel Tice is two and three. <laughs> Um, no, so yeah, Jimmy Butler is second best player. Did you think that prior to coming in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of all course. Right, right, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's not up for debate. Okay. Um, so I'm going to tell you why I have Jimmy Butler too. Meanwhile, <laughs> Clippers are down 18 with two minutes yeah, left. Yeah, guys, this is over. This is over. Oh, the internet, hey. the memes, <laughs> the memes. Hey, who would have thought Jeremy Grant is going to be the guy to put this away? Jeremy oh, Grant man. has been playing horrible. Wow. They're up okay. 20. We'll, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll yeah, to yeah. We'll, we'll go over this. And I'll tell you who messes up. Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris getting into Paul Millsap's face. <laughs> you don't get into a vet's face like that, man. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, the reason why I have Jimmy Butler, too, is actually more on the leadership end. Uh, mm. For some reason, I just think he has more of an impact on the court than mm-hmm. um, his skill. Uh, the reason why I say that is because I think Bam is probably just more of a threat in this series. But just Jimmy Butler's leadership. I mean, he's 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 going out there. The the hustle he has, like the hustle of a Marcus Smart. I agree. But then he is going to give you the 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 buckets as well. So all right, I have all right. So yeah, so we are we're two for two. So at three, this is where it starts to get a little. Um... I think I'm going to give it to It should be Kemba, but with the way that he's playing. Yeah, yeah. No. I'll give it to Bam. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it to Bam. I think this is actually more of a toss up between Jalen Brown and Bam, yeah. And Bam. I was going to go Bam 3, uh Jalen 4. Okay. So yeah, I think uh I don't think either one of those is the wrong answer. I think both of those are are acceptable. I'll probably have to go with uh, Jalen Brown, just because for me personally, I don't think Bam has been tested as much um, in these playoffs, and I just like um, I like Jalen Brown's. Uh, how, how can I put it? I just like what he's proven so far in these playoffs. Okay, but yeah, uh, that's really a three A three B thing. So um, yeah, I don't really. Need, I don't. I mean, other than that, I'm not sure we really have to get into it. But as far as the role players, um, well, then both I have, think yeah, I think after that you probably have Kemba. Then you true true uh, Dragic. Then uh, oh man, he's been playing lights out. I, I can't put him above anybody else. But yeah, he's been playing and then out. you have Marcus Smart, 
And then you probably have like, then it gets into the real world players like Duncan Robinson, right, right, uh, Tyler Hero. If Gordon Hayward comes back, you know, after that, it's kind of where whatever you think that is. But yeah, like I said, I feel like Miami has more depth. You know, Jay Crowder is a great piece. He's been shooting lights out. Yeah, he's been playing great, and he had a good first game. I mean, I guess Iggy's a good option to have to just throw in there. If he has it, he has it. If he doesn't, you don't have to rely on him. It's funny that this guy was fighting to be on a team throughout the whole season. And now, I mean, the Heat, if their excuse was just to have Iggy in there just for his locker room presence, I mean, they're getting something out of it. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, but he's been, he's, been, he's been doing his, uh, playing his role in this series. Yeah, and, and not getting and a haircut. To that. Yeah, the haircut, the haircut thing. Which, by the way, you know, I have to have, I need to mention something. Right, barber related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tyler Hero, man, what's up? Is it, a, is it a shadow fade? Is it a? I mean, you gotta bald it out a little bit, a taper, something, man, something. And then Did the you see Dragic's uh, haircut? I didn't. I didn't. He got a nice little. Did he? Yeah, he got a nice. Did little he? Uh, by the way, Bam too. The taper needs some more gradients in there. So I don't know who you're, you need to go to taper. The taper, and then also the way <laughs> it's an afro, but it's kind of like I don't know if it's his head shape. <laughs> But it looks microphony, it and does. obviously all afros look microphony. But his right. looks more. Mi- you know what I'm yeah, saying? It, like it just yeah. it looks kind of weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it needs a little bit more shape. Yeah, the um, taper. The but yeah, my main thing, Tyler Hero, man, come on, let's. Uh, <laughs> it's weird. It was like a one mid fade high. I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so by so, the way, who has a more entertaining uh, series? Boston Heat or Lakers Nuggets? Nuggets. Um, at this point, with the way the Nuggets are playing, I don't know. I I feel like they have to. They, that has to be the more exciting series because, I mean, they just been on another level. Yeah, and they, I'll tell you what. Lakers and and don't get me wrong, Boston Miami, as we saw in this first game, is going to be very exciting. Yes, but yes. Denver, I guess, I guess we expect that from Boston and Miami, right? But Denver has just been a surprise, like round after round, you know. Yeah. So the way that Jokic is playing, the way that Jamal Murray is has ascended, it's a uh... nice dunk, Montrez. <laughs> Oh, nice! All right, one hundred two eighty four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's gonna be a meme for sure. Hey, by the way, when we uh, when we mentioned the whole thing earlier about Patrick Beverly and you know these press conference and the way he kind of just, you know, in my opinion, just says a little bit too much, kind of gets yourself, you know, um, stuck in a hole here. But that was when the game was only like three points away <laughs> from. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They had like a three point lead, and then now it's one hundred two eighty six with less than a minute left. So yeah. good job, Patrick Beverly. Clippers went outside. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, all right, man. What are we gonna get into? Um. Okay. So MPJ made some comments, and clearly it didn't affect the team and their chemistry necessarily. But um, the, he got some mixed reviews on his opinions. Yeah, and I think we're kind of mixed on this. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, what he said was he was asked, and I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to explain this, and then maybe have it come off as if. Wait, real quick. So okay. my my wife is texting me. You guys should be watching the game while we record. She tells me Clippers Reddit went private. Oh wow! 
Of course. Because you know of Lakers You know Lakers read it went oh. straight to there. Oh for sure. Oh man, oh, that man. is that is gold. Wow. You can't you can't just you can't just go private. You gotta hey, take it. Because you can't be private funny. forever. True, true. You can't, yeah. You can't be private forever. They have to Wow. Well, I mean, what's going to happen with NBA Reddit? <laughs> like, they're going to get torches on there. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. Wow. That's um, hilarious. And that's very embarrassing. Yeah, so back to back to MPJ. How did you feel about it? Yeah, yeah. So if we could, we'll just explain what happened a little bit. So basically, he was asked in, the, in, in um, after game, I think it was game four. Game four? Game five? Game five, I believe. Game five, he was, um, they asked him basically, what do the Nuggets need to do to get back into the series? And basically his response to that was just, and like I said, I, I hope when I'm explaining this, I'm not coming off as if, I'm not going to try to make it sound better. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. But basically what he had mentioned was we need to get more people involved. And he did, which I think is the part where a lot of people had an issue with, at least I think so, was he mentioned all we're doing is giving the ball to Jamal and Jokic. And basically we're getting predictable mm-hmm. and we can't be predictable against a team like the clippers by the way it's it's official now um in case it wasn't official 30 seconds ago when they were down 18 but nuggets <laughs> just beat the clippers <laughs> nuggets just beat the clippers but yeah so then he followed that up with saying um a reporter had asked him well is that something that you can go to the coach and basically uh ex- um explain to him that we ha- that you have to do that and he he had said that uh, that he could. He said, if I'm out there on the floor, if I'm getting minutes, then yeah, that's something that I feel comfortable doing. So everybody had an issue with it. Well, a lot of people had an issue with it, and they're saying that this guy's a rook. He shouldn't be. I guess in a way, maybe it came off as if he was calling the shots, kind of calling out his teammates. And for me personally, I would just explain myself. To me, I think he just answered a question, and I think he could have been worse. I think he just said, hey, listen, we can't be predictable against the Clippers. He said, "If yeah, and, and it's true. Like he's not, telling, he's not telling us something that we don't know. Look, all they were doing was giving it to Jamal. They were just giving it to Jokic, and that was basically it. He said, we need to get more guys involved against this team, and that's my case. My issue is he didn't say anything wrong, mm. but... The where he chose to say it is wrong to me. That's maybe something you bring up to your coach in the locker room, but you don't want to make it seem like you're not on the same page as what your team is doing, you know, especially as a rookie. To me, if you LeBron can do that. Okay, LeBron, all right, all right. So you that's know? I was gonna ask you how much of this has to do with him being a rookie. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, okay. accomplish something before you call out your team, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like do something on the defensive end before you call yeah. out your team. So I think, and and look, him being a rookie is one thing. I think a lot of it has to do with him being MPJ has a lot more to do with it because he kind of has a bad history with kind of opening up his mouth, uh, tweeting some things that he shouldn't. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you recall some of these things, but he had mentioned with some of the social injustices going around in the world, he had mentioned... um, some things that some people weren't really in favor with. Uh, I'm not going to repeat it on here. And if you guys want to look it up later. So I think he kind of just has a history of it where a lot of people um, uh, just don't like him. And I think this is just, oh, this is MPJ saying something else that's stupid. So yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. 
Yeah, like I said, I just I don't see he wasn't wrong in what he said necessarily, but just don't you know just don't say it out loud like that. I just feel like you always want to, especially in in a playoff series, you just always want to be on the same page. You don't want to give to give the Clippers a reason to think that they have something over you. You know, exactly. you don't want to give yeah some type uh, of competitive edge. You want to give Patrick Beverly something to say, <laughs> right, right, right. The, you know, just. Always be on the same page and keep that stuff in-house. I just thought of something. What was that? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm changing the subject. When the Cavs were down 3-1 against the Warriors, um, LeBron did this press conference where he had the sunglasses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jamal Murray did the same yeah, thing. He, did, he sure did. <laughs> it actually paid off because sure they did. just won. Yeah, so, he dropped 40 tonight. So shout out to Jamal yeah. Murray, man. He's... He's really, um, like I said, he's ascending and dropped 40. Wow. I don't know what the Lakers are going to do with him, man. Because, uh, I mean. We said the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, we said the same thing when they saw Dame. And then we said the same thing when they saw James Harden, the best scorer in the league. So, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, this is this is one of those things. We I, For me, this might sound like a cop-out, but I feel like it's. I just have to sit back and watch this series because, I mean, I guess we can get into what, I mean, what do we think? Sure. Yeah. What do we think about this next series now that it's official? Yeah. So, um, you know, that 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 Rockets-Lakers series, number one, I, I think we don't have to talk about it that much. It was actually a very one-sided, uh, despite that first game that the, that the Rockets won. Yeah. But uh, I'm only referencing that because of James Harden. Uh, what can we see from um, Jamal Murray? uh that we didn't see from James Harden. Well, for me personally, they don't play iso ball. Nuggets don't play iso ball. They pass the ball around and they they create plays, and that's where the Rockets lacked the 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 whole series. It was just a lot of iso ball. Obviously, Russ didn't have the best series, um, and I think that's something that the Lakers haven't seen yet personally. Um, and even in that Blazers in the Blazers series, they were just outmatched. The Lakers were just a superior team. But anyways, going back to this Nuggets one, I think Murray's going to have a really good series. Um, I think, uh, I don't know how Jokic is going to play. <laughs> it's going to be tough because he's not the best perimeter defender, but that was kind of some of the issues that Hassan Whiteside had. And then obviously um, he didn't have to do that against the Rockets considering he was just so much bigger than everybody else. So this is probably going to be the best this is going to be the best matchup for the Lakers, this Nuggets, uh, this Nuggets team. Yeah. I mean, Jokic tonight had 16 points, 22 rebounds, 13 assists. 13 assists Three for blocks. a big man. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think about, like, the whole five-out offense they can play. Yeah. You know, Jokic stretching the floor, but that's the same thing Houston did. But I guess the, the main difference is the size, you know. Mm-hmm. the They're not going to have to deal with – their center having to guard Anthony Davis or, you know, try and grab rebounds over JaVale McGee. So um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, I don't know what Denver's answer is going to be for Braun um, or AD for that fact, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know how to call this series because I just don't know. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh yeah, you know, to be honest, the best way to judge this is really just after game 1. 
and just getting a good idea of of what this is going to look like. No, no, no. Forget that. Forget that. Let's let's get straight into it. What? How many games? What can we expect? Are you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Lakers fan. <laughs> so, <laughs> just considering what I've seen from the Nuggets so far, they just beat the team that was supposed to beat the Lakers, right? So, just let that marinate for a second. They just beat the team that was supposed to beat the Lakers. Kawhi went off. Paul George had a good series. Essentially, that's the top two. Well, obviously, they're not. Kawhi and Paul George, they're not AD and they're not LeBron. Kawhi is a top three, top four player in the league. But I still think that it's going to take more than AD and LeBron to beat this Nuggets team. So I'm going to go ahead and say <laughs> seven games. Ah, uh, okay. Denver and seven? Going for the Nuggets, yes. Okay. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm just trying to give a spicy take here, man. This is a. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be the first to do it. I could, I just kind of want to, if I say the Lakers in six, I mean, am I any different than anybody else? Like I, I want, I want next week for me to be like, Hey, I told you so. <laughs> so, so I got nuggets in seven, man. I got nuggets. But, in seven. Okay. So let's say, cause we've seen this pattern twice already, two rounds prior Denver wins game one. Are we hitting the overreact button or are we just watching this series just play out? It depends because that um in that Rocket series, I, I always thought the Lakers were going to win that even after one. So I didn't overreact after that one. The one that I did overreact for was the Blazers series. Yeah. Um, but this one, this just has to be one of the most complete teams. And then you have Jamal Murray going off for what he's going off for. And then Jokic too, you know. So, oh, man. And if playoff Rondo's playing like playoff Rondo, yeah, he uh, playoff Rondo was interesting. Playoff Rondo was a real thing that last series. And by the way, guys, listen, if you guys are listening to this and you guys are like fifteen or sixteen years old, I promise you, <laughs> Rondo was a problem back in the day. All right, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, yeah, it was at one point where it was like a true debate: who's a better point guard, yes. Chris Paul? Uh, Darren Williams or Rajon Rondo. Those were the yes. three. Yes, it was. Those were the three. And ultimately, Chris Paul is probably the only one that stuck around and, yeah. you know, kept the same level of play up. And also, speaking of uh, the Lakers and that Rocket series, I know we weren't going to get too much into it, but one thing I did want to say about that series is how disappointing the Rockets continue to be. You know? And now that Dan Tony's out of there, I want to see what direction they take that team in now. It's one of the wildest things for your coach to be like, yeah, uh, not coming back. <laughs> hey, and listen, you know, when you think about, like, what were the Rockets missing? They were missing a big. Yes. And, and they just got rid of them earlier in the season. I'm not yeah. saying he would have been the difference, but. 
But I also like, I also feel like this probably would have been the year to have Chris Paul. Oh, I was gonna make that point too. Yes. Chris Paul, I mean, they were a win away from beating the Warriors. And I would have to say one of the main reasons why they lost was because he was injured in game seven. So yeah, this would have been the year. And I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan. I'm a huge Russell Westbrook fan. <laughs> I cannot say and, the same, but <laughs> no, I'm I'm a fan of his. Uh to me, I think it was just a mental thing. Um uh, yeah, he just wasn't really playing his game, and 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 he was, um, I mean, as a fan of his, he was he was disappointing. He was very disappointing. Um, which and, and and my thing too is like, if they're gonna let you have that three, and they give you fifteen feet of space, don't settle for that. You're Russell Westbrook. You're one of the most athletic people, or athletic players in the league, and you're trying to tell me now you have space to do what you do best i mean but the thing is too is like he was also kind of injured i mean we don't know how to what extent yeah. you know his injury was yeah but he just wasn't as aggressive as he usually was you know and he would settle for that three just because they're giving it to him yeah so his legs just weren't under him yeah um, i i just you know how i feel about russ and for those who don't know i have mixed feelings about him i think he's one of the most um explosive players i've ever seen my favorite comparison to make is you know, um, D Rose, D Rose in his prime versus Russ in his athletic prime. You know who's yeah. more who's more exciting. You right. know, but um, I don't know, man. I was never a big fan of the whole Russ and James Harden pairing. Obviously, they're good enough to win games. They're, I mean, they're two of the top players in the NBA. Of course, they're gonna win games. But I, I don't know. I just don't like relying on them to win a playoff series. When yeah. it really comes down to it, you know? You know, there's a lot of people, a lot of people that are kind of like the OGs, you know, of basketball fans. And they were actually rooting against, not that they were Lakers fans, but they were kind of rooting against the Rockets, mainly because they don't want to see basketball turned into what the Rockets are trying to make it. Yeah. And, you know, the bigs are still a necessity in the league. I know we're, we have bigs that are shooting three-pointers, you know, and... and and they're not like they were in the early 2000s, back in the 90s and the 80s. But, yeah, that's just not winning basketball. You, you remember Kobe saying it um, in an interview with uh, Rachel Nichols, and he was like, yeah, James Harden, it's beautiful. We have to appreciate what he's doing. Going off for 35, 36 points in a, in, in a, in a season. But ultimately, you're not going to win. You're not going to win like that. That's not the style of basketball that, and, that wins championships. And, and that says a lot coming from someone like Kobe who had a reputation for being a ball hog and having only careful. square buttons on his PlayStation controller. Yeah. You know? Careful, careful. But you have to you have to remember that he took on that that uh, reputation when he was playing for a Lakers team with Smush Parker and Chris Mim. Yeah, you know, yeah. just I mean, yeah. it's it was just him doing what he could to Right. Keep the team afloat. Right, right, right. You know, but when he was winning championships, he was very much playing team basketball. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know? And the thing is, too, is like, when you're not really competing for anything, like, Kobe's like, yeah, I'm going to go off and just show you guys that I'm the best player in the league still. No. So, so I mean, even and, though he went, he went, you know, played the Suns in the first round. But and one thing I wanted to say, too. Should beat them 3-1. Right. <laughs> one thing I wanted to bring up as well was... Because you could say, you know, the Warriors did the same thing. They shoot a lot of threes. 
Um, but I think the difference is you have two guys in Clay and Steph who don't ISO for 18 seconds of the shot no, clock and yeah. take a step back. It's predicated on ball movement. Of course. Yeah. You know, a lot of ball movement, a lot of cutting, a lot of intricate plays, you know. Running. The doing the Rip Hamilton running out of bounds yeah. to get back into the court. Or I don't know, I don't know if you ever seen that elevator elevator play they would run for a step. Yes, yes, yes. You yeah. know, like they would do things like that. That is very different from what it's Houston not one is doing. dimensional. Yeah, you know that James Harden's gonna hold the ball for twenty seconds, and then yeah, if it doesn't work out, then he'll pass it to PJ Tucker. Which that's another issue of mine. <laughs> I just don't get it. Where if that's your sole job, like why aren't you nailing that? Like, he's not automatic from the corner, but that's his only job to hit it from there. You think so? I don't think he's automatic from there by no Really? I have to look at the numbers. I saw Draymond say he might be the best three-point shooter from the corner of all time. Okay, I've heard that too, but I'm not sure if that was because that's the only shot that he takes. Ah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might actually land that the most because that's the only shot that he takes. I I hear what you're saying. But again, I don't know the numbers, but I can't imagine that they're great. (laughs) I mean, he was doing great. I mean, he's a Carolina guy, so shout out to him. Yeah. But, yeah, it was just, it was, it was, it, it's rough sometimes. It's frustrating seeing it. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what the Rockets do, where they take their, who who they bring in to, uh, to coach, and will James Harden, you know, it seems like he really liked the system, D'Antoni. It was kind of just, all right, Yeah, man. but the next coach in there is not going to allow that. I mean, let's see. I don't think so. Yeah, Let's I don't see. think so. So, hey, um, but, but what are you doing? Are you trading anybody? Who do you trade? I don't know because that's a thing. Like some people are saying that Russ is is I mean detrimental think, to his I game. Think, I don't think you can trade Russ. I think maybe you look into trading someone like a Eric Gordon or that's uh, the thing. I think Eric Gordon did his job. <laughs> like Eric Gordon actually looked. Kind of okay in that series. Uh, to me, again, I'm a Russ guy, but I think you might have to trade him if you ever want that to work out. But what, how do you even, what scenario would you even come I up with? I mean, that's, I, I don't know. I have to do like that ESPN trade machine thing where, you know. <laughs> but let's say, that out, let's but. say without all the specifics, like let's just say the, the two main players in a trade. You know, you don't have to get into you know, throwing I mean, in draft picks and salary. Okay, well, well, yeah. So, so again, I, I wouldn't know, considering that I don't know the salary matchups and, yeah. and what would work and what wouldn't. I couldn't tell you on the top of my head, but but draft picks look really nice this year. So I don't know. I don't know, man. The next couple of years, draft picks look really good, um, and that might be something that I would entertain as well. You know, if it's a solid player. Um. And throw some draft picks in there. I think that would be good, especially for Russ. I mean, do you think he's? You think now he's on his decline in his career? I don't know if he's on a, on a decline, but like you said, he he was coming off an injury, so that's very possible that maybe he just he was playing through something that we don't know about. You know, I had mentioned earlier too that I think he's somebody that works off of the fans and stuff. So being in the bubble, I'm sure that would affect him. Also, he had coronavirus so i don't know how that affected him either that's so. true that's also very true um but yeah not I, I don't want anyone to call me out in case anyone uh catches on to this i have i have i'll be spicy too i'll be spicy p nuggets and six 
Nuggets in six. Yeah, because wow. I never I never said my prediction, but I'm not confident in that at all. But Nuggets six. Yeah. Wow. I'll just, okay. I'll just say it. Okay, cool. So we both had the Nuggets in six. Wow. I think you said seven. I mean, yeah, seven, seven. I meant to say we both have the Nuggets winning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um so yeah, so um in other news. We can get into the uh, all-rookie teams that were announced today. Yeah, let me actually pull this up. Let me see what I have uh, here. All right. Well, so, I just pulled it up on your phone. <laughs> so, well, with the first the first team, we have John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Brandon Clark, Zion Williamson, and Eric Pascal. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think they got it right. Uh, the only one that maybe I would change is Kendrick Kobe. Nunn. Oh, I was going to say Kobe White coming off the second team. Who would you put there? RJ Barrett? Oh, no, no. I'm, I like Kobe White. I thought he had some very some Terrence really Davis. nice. I was surprised by Terrence Davis, actually. Oh, so you're saying put, putting RJ Barrett in there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm, I, yeah, I'm actually surprised he's not in there at all. It's funny, man, looking at what Tyler Hero is doing now in the playoffs and you know, you could easily make a case for him being in the um, first team. Yeah, I was surprised. I I mean, I probably would have put him over, maybe switched him and Kendrick Nunn, just because I feel like Tyler here was more consistent. Um, and it's crazy, too. I mean, Kendrick Nunn isn't getting any playing time now. Exactly, yeah. I mean, he. that's yeah, what I'm like, saying. He just... Yeah, like eight minutes or something like that today. Yeah, so. he, he, um, he just played so much uh, better and more consistently. I think the unanimous John Morant, uh, votes is he's very worthy of that. I think John Morant. I mean, he. I think he exceeded expectations. Oh, no doubt, you no know? doubt. And this is this is his first year, so uh, it's only going to get better from here. And and thinking about what he did in that in those uh in in the last um couple games of the season in the bubble leading up to the um to whatever they call that tournament. With the, um, the with the with the Blazers, yeah, the playing tournament, uh, he looked nice in that too. So uh, there's these small little spurts of 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 a true uh, star in the league. Yeah, definitely. I feel like every so often that new like explosive point guard comes on the scene. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just talking about a rust decline. Could job be that next? You know, I'm gonna dunk on the you. The next generation, and- Russ. Yeah, I mean, I could totally see that, and. Um, and 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 he's gonna, not to sound corny or anything, but he's only gonna get bigger too. Like he's gonna grow into more of a man yeah. He's gonna too, yeah. He's so. gonna uh, put some muscle on his frame and yeah. Um, no, shout out to John Morant, man. Great season. Um, still confused by this Terrence Davis edition. I'm not sure. I was just looking at it. Uh, Terrence Davis averaged seven points. Oh, compared wow. to RJ Barrett who was 14. Yeah, 14. So that was that's a little confusing. I don't know what went into that, but um yeah. Also shout out to Eric Pascal, man. Um I feel like with the Warriors kind of punting this season, that gave Pascal a lot of time to get burned and just get acclimated with the system and maybe figure out his role for when, you know, everyone comes back and Right. Um, it's like he saw it as an opportunity to kind of, you know, make a name for himself. So, so yeah. yeah. So good, good no, for him. Yeah. He, and he's a good player, man. He's a good player. He has, he has some, he has some moves on offense. And also Brandon Clark. I'm a big Brandon Clark guy, yeah, man. Yeah. I like Brandon Clark too. Um, 
I could be mistaken, but I feel like uh, Boston had the chance to draft him, but they took Grant Williams instead. Also, yeah, Brandon Clark went the spot right before Grant Williams. So uh, I feel like they're two similar players. Obviously, Brandon Clark played better. I also feel like he had more opportunities on a younger team, um, more opportunity to develop. Um, But they're both similar players, you know. They just know how to play basketball, undersized, but they just know how to play. He had, he had some pretty good possessions against the, the the Raptors too, man. Where kind of Daniel Tice was in some foul trouble, and he kind of picked up that role of just just being a body yeah. down there. So yeah, um, uh, gr- uh, critical uh, defensive possession against Fred VanVleet. Yes, yes, in the, in the uh, Raptors series. Yeah, but no, uh, shout out to everyone who who made the first and second team. So I was a. Uh, I was watching uh, basketball the other day, and uh, sometimes I like to come up with ideas. And um, one thing that came into my mind, right? Now, tell me how you feel about this. And also, everyone listening, tell me how you feel about this. Um, maybe I'm just crazy. Maybe I'm just bored. But think. Let, let me set a scenario, right? Okay. <laughs> Celtics, Heat, right? right? They just went into overtime today. Okay. We, we saw the Celtics go double overtime against the Raptors, right? Right, 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 right. Let's say we do triple overtime and we're still tied. And we don't want to watch another overtime, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I feel like it would be cool, and tra- <laughs> traditionalists are going to hate me for this, but I feel like it would be a good idea if after three overtimes, okay. when everyone's exhausted and everything, let's have a free throw shootout. Celtics Heat. Celtics, you pick your five. Miami, you pick your five. Similar to soccer. You have to come up with your order. You have to be strategic with it. And it's like, all right, let's go. You know Whoever what's funny it is. about that? You know what's funny about and that? You, and you know what's funny about yeah. that? Real quick, what could be interesting about that is you could have somebody that doesn't play but can shoot a free throw yeah, 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 come exactly. into the yeah, game. Yeah, they yeah, might yeah. be cold and, you know, they might not get any uh, warm-up shots or anything like that. But, you know... I feel like that would raise... Do you know like how like on the edge of your seat you'd right. be? All right. Let me ask you this. In soccer or in uh, football, in football, um, when you get a red card or you get ejected... Um, sorry. I don't watch soccer like this. So I don't really know exactly um, what, what, the, what the right term is. But yeah, when you get kicked out of the game, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that you don't participate... In the PKs. Right. Right? Uh, that would make sense. Okay, so now if you get fouled out, because oh, yeah, after, no. after three quarter, three overtimes, most <laughs> yeah. likely there's going to be like yeah, three or sure. four people that are going to be yeah, fouled out. Yeah, I mean, out. you got to go with who you have, man. You oh, gotta okay. Go with who you All, have. Right. All right, so that changes Yeah, things. you're not eligible if you fouled out. Yeah, so yeah, so if it's after like three overtimes, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Yeah, you know, I feel like three overtimes it'll is give you enough. Something else. Yeah, they'll give you something else. And yeah, everyone's exhausted at that point. You're like, can yeah. we just go home? We have to watch another five yeah. minutes of, yeah. you know, obviously that would, the shootouts would probably take another five minutes. But I feel like it would be just a cool element to, to have in the game. Yeah, and the thing is, like, nobody's really in their, like, in, in, in their, in their uh, best shape after three overtimes anyways so it's kind of like sloppy basketball at that point yeah, I have to imagine. Exactly. and at the end of the day like what are we doing to these players especially in the bubble i mean they're gonna play like two days later anyways if this was a like if this was still on schedule 
you know, with no NBA break, they'll probably have like a three day break or something like that. So I could see that being something. Um, oh, so I'm not crazy. Okay. No, 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 no. You're crazy. Oh, but, um, I have no. to kind of <laughs> dampen the load here. So, all right. So if it was baseball, do you remember like two years ago, two, three years ago, Dodgers, Red Sox went 18 innings in the mm-hmm. World Series? Yeah. All right. 18 innings is way too much. <laughs> yeah. Bro, trust me. It was like 5 a.m. and I was yeah. still watching that thing. Yo, I took. I was took that game in. Snap. Was that game in, in LA? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Oh, okay. And I think like Max Muncy at the end like hit a walk off single or something. I don't know what he did. No, no, no. I think it was a home run. But anyways, that's not the point. This is a basketball podcast. After like 15 innings, home run derby. (laughs) (laughs) Home run derby, dude. This is ridiculous. What are we still doing? (laughs) I'm not mad at that, actually. Home run derby. This is it. I'm not mad. Give me 10 pitches, maybe three players. But are we doing it home run derby style pitching? Uh, Yeah, why not? Okay, but so... And you get to pick your own pitcher. So... Is it just like you pick five hitters, you pick five hitters, and whoever hits a home run, like nah, do they get nah, 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 nah. do they get, get one swing? You get no, no. Hey, I don't, I don't hate that either. But there's no, <laughs> I'm not gonna watch 18 innings of baseball anymore. And I love baseball. I love baseball. Shout out to the Dodgers. Um, oh, best man. team in baseball the last four years and got cheated out because of analytics. But we'll get into that later. Oh gosh, let's get into yeah. our old faithful. All right, man, go for it. You got one minute. All right, so this is a. Uh, a segment that we do called actually did we ever name this segment? we don't really have a name for it we'll but probably... the idea is that we can be completely biased right for a minute the title of this podcast or the name of this podcast is bias aside so we got one minute to be completely biased on anything we want all right i didn't really put much thought into this but here we go i'm a progressive insurance kind of guy right <laughs> shout out to flow you don't have the best commercials, but your commercials, nah, you know, I can sit through a commercial of, of flow. Why is Carlton obsessed with Chris Paul? Can you answer me that? Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah. Why is he obsessed with Chris Paul? Yeah. I'm not sure where the where this started or I don't know if I missed the... Yo, it's killing me. State Farm. Like, no. If you guys have State Farm... I I ditch them just because of the. I'm the real Chris Paul. I'm the real Chris Paul. Like, and then you have Chris Paul's son. He's like dad, and then the way he looks over at him, like I don't know. I, I'm I'm done with the commercials, man. It's 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 killing me. And uh, shout out to Progressive and Flow because you guys uh, have saved me a lot of money. Uh, did they pay for this <laughs> ad or? Hey, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, this is bias. You know, I, I want to be biased towards my Progressive insurance. All right. All right. All right. So, that's one minute of bias for Josh. So, check this out, guys. Football season is back, man. And if you don't know, I'm a New England guy. I'm a Patriots guy. And, you know, I know Tom Brady moved on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Cam Newton has stepped in. And I'm here to tell you right now that we will find ourselves right back in the Super Bowl without Tom Brady. And we will, Bill Belichick will once again prove that 
he knows when a player is washed up and it's time to move on. And I am fully, fully uh, confident in that. So I fully expect to see uh, Cam Newton carry the Patriots back to the Super Bowl. I think our defense is awesome. I think once he gets acclimated with the offense, um, they're going to take off. They they played Miami in the first game. They handled business. Um, so I'm not going to act like that was the biggest win ever. But calling it right now. Okay. Yeah. Calling it Look, right man, now. I don't hate that because, you know, this is obviously, um, I mean, I think it's going to be tough, though, for, you know, for Cam because it's a very hard division that he's playing in. I mean, you have Miami. <laughs> uh, you have uh, Everyone's Jets, favorite thing. Everyone's... You have the Jets. You have uh, Buffalo. I mean, that's a very listen, tough division. Listen, you know, and, and like, this isn't an NFL and, podcast. Dang, you know, it's a, it, he came from a very easy division. And this right? isn't you an... You know, the Saints, you know, you got the the Bucks. Yeah, they're easy, right? And then you have the Falcons. Busy, and you know? this, isn't, this isn't an NFL podcast, right? But let me just say something. For everyone that loves to use that excuse about we're not in the best division, do we play Miami to get to the Super Bowl? Do we play the Jets to get to the Super Bowl? Do we play, uh, what's the, the third team? Buffalo to get to the third team? No, and Buffalo's actually a good team now. So I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear that, okay? We still have to beat yeah. the best teams to get to these Super Bowls yeah, and to win right. the Super Bowl. I think, I think, I think it's more so, to be honest, I think that argument's used more for Tom Brady. And some people look at the stats and they think that the stats are inflated. And look, no. I respect Tom Brady. I respect him. You know what? And you know what people are going to do? People are going <laughs> to... Tom Brady, If let's say he's, he has a washed up season, right? Oh, your minute is up, dude. No, no, no. can't no. be biased <laughs> like this. <What> the? <laughs> no, no, this is, he's not on my team anymore, so I have no reason to be biased. Even though respect Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time, maybe greatest yeah. football player of all time. Yes. But if people... Are, well, if he has a washed up season and... You know, things don't go as they plan and everything like that. People are going to take that and use that to discredit what he did in New England, saying he's a system quarterback and all this stuff. Completely ignoring the fact that the man... He's 43 years old. He's 43 years old. Yeah, I picked him up in my fantasy. I picked him up on my fantasy team, right? And I picked him up kind of early. I picked up a quarterback. I wanted to wait a little bit later with the quarterback. And I, I did my draft live on Zoom. And everybody went crazy when I picked them up. And don't <laughs> like get me in wrong. A good or a bad no, they went like they were like they were cracking, like they were like roasting me. And I was like, they were Wait, like, did you, Yo, this did you do your uh, usual Aaron Rodgers pick? For your so it's funny, man. Like he went. I always pick Aaron Rodgers first. Uh, for those of you that, well, for sure, none of you know this, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I always pick Aaron Rodgers. And I actually did land him. He's on my bench, and he gave me thirty-eight points on the bench, and I was mad because we well, started Tom Brady. I did, yeah, because I was like, Yo, I thought he was gonna have something to prove. Anyways, this is the point. This is the point. Everybody was going crazy. They were roasting me, right? Yo, this guy's desperate. Blah, you know? <laughs> and I was like, they were, one of the excuses they gave me was, yo, you do know this guy's 43, right? And I was like, he was 42 last year. And he was 41 the year before that. Like, those are already numbers where you shouldn't be playing in the yeah. NFL anymore at that position. So... I mean, he's not Mason Crosby, you know, kicking field goals. Like, this guy's getting hit and sacked. Yeah. And and he still hasn't really lost a step. But anyways, this isn't a football podcast. Yeah. But uh, go um, listen to our football podcast coming out next week. Yeah. On all the social or music platforms or podcast platforms. Yeah. 
So on that note, guys, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the number one NFL podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Guys, thanks again for listening. Again, we'd like to apologize for our mini hiatus, but we're back now. We're back. We're better. We're ready to go. Remember, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Give us five stars if you enjoyed it. If not, give us some constructive criticism. If, yeah. if you have anything that you want us to talk about... Um, also, shout out to uh, one of our fans, Alexa. She says she's trying to get back into the NBA, and she's been listening because we help her out. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, so shout out to you, Alexa. Wow, we have one of these stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. uh, if if there's anyone that you could learn basketball from, it's us. Uh, yes. People will think you're wild for your opinions, but... <laughs> nuggets and six or Nuggets and Yeah, seven. just yeah. tell everyone Nuggets and yeah, six. Tell everybody, yeah, they're, they're yeah. good. They'll have a lot of respect for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell everyone Russ is declining. Tell everyone. Hey, one thing you guys can do is go on the NBA Reddit and say something about the Clippers or say something about, you could say Nuggets and Six because you heard it on the Bias Aside podcast. Yeah, and they're so. going to be like, Bias Aside, and then just leave a link and be like, just listen yeah. to this and let me know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, guys, thanks again. Um, once again, you can find me and Josh on anywhere you listen to podcasts so if you have apple Podcasts, but you prefer spotify you can find us on there so uh yeah thanks for the support guys at bias aside on ig yes at bias aside pod on twitter on twitter hey shout out to our sponsors and uh we'll leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) all right guys we out